Welcome to this edition of Black Coffee with a Little Sugar. I'm Stan Allen. I'm Jason. And I'm Yvette. We're happy to be back. Um, we appreciate everyone who has um, returned to listen to us again. We're also excited about any new people who are checking us out for the first time. So um, we are a brother-sister um, best friend combo, and we try to, to talk about issues that matter. Um, we talk about issues that matter. We want to do it in a fun way, in a light way, but we want to get serious too at times. Um, we just want to give you guys something to think about um, in our conversations. That's what this is all about. Um, so, so we're going to kind of get started. Um, we're going to get started with, with what else will we start with except for COVID-19? That's what we have to start. That's the only thing that's going on, damn it. That's the only thing. Nothing else. And so... The first thing that I think we should talk about, because we all have in common, we're drinking a lot, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. I wouldn't call it a lot. I mean, oh yeah. Then you might be telling stories, Jason. Might I've been, be. I've been to your house, Jason. I mean, I, I see those total wine bags. Total the total wine. They they know us by name. We walk in and hey, hi, welcome back. <laughs> they know us. Well, my preferred destination is Costco because it's 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 cheaper and you can buy it in bulk. That that's my that's my litmus test. I need lots. What about you, Yvette? Yeah, that Costco is our our shop of choice. Um, you can get those um, strawberry margarita things that I mean, you don't have to mix anything. It's ready to pour. It's awesome. That's your drink of choice during COVID? My drink of choice. Fruit. So you had that frozen already, yeah. What you drinking, Jason? What day is it? Oh, um, <laughs> what day is it? No, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, you and me, we're bourbon men. At the end of the night, we're bourbon men. But, you know, we, we don't we don't hold, uh, you know, we don't, we don't stand on ceremony. A box of wine is just as good for us as anything else. So that's us. I'm an eclectic drinker. I'm a refined drinker i like to pair my wines and <laughs> then i yeah. shift the vodkas oh i like all that stuff but um you know the bottom line is it's fun having something <laughs> it's fun <laughs> having something these days um you know we just want to have a little bit of fun you got anything on your mind yvette you can talk about oh my gosh listen these boys and trying to get everybody together to do their work and you're trying to monitor them and you're trying to monitor your own stuff and then all of a sudden they get these smirks on their faces you know they got to be doing something wrong I mean there was one little boy my youngest right he's in there smiling look like he's having a great time you can't be having a great time if it's social studies little dude I walk over there sneak up behind him and he is watching Sonic the hedgehog, the hedgehog. Smart and then man. the other one, and the other one is over there smiling. And I know he can't be smiling at math. He over there playing Roblox. I mean, it's a, it's a continual, continual monitor, see what they're up to. But yeah, that's what's going on in my house. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I hear that and, and see that. And then, you know, and then there's about the feeding them. You know, I mean, it's like it's like Lord of the Rings around here. You got first breakfast, second breakfast, first lunch, second lunch, third lunch, fourth lunch, whatever, fifth lunch. What do you say, Levensies? Levensies. I mean, I, I mean, it's not as bad as you. We don't. We, uh, you, we don't have locks in the fridge and stuff. We don't. Have, we haven't had to go there yet. They're still. Small. We gotta lock it down because we would have no snacks, no bread. Actually, true story. We put a whole big bag of hamburger buns in the refrigerator. 18 of them six of them are gone nobody knows what happened so i don't know if they're just sneaking bread and put it in their rooms i don't know what's happening everybody's just like i don't know what happened to me oh i know what yeah. happened just like the guy who called me the other day to tell me how to solve covid it's the illuminati told me the whole answer the whole answer is to find find the illuminati and they will tell us the truth so they might know where those buns are too <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> but, but, you know, but, you know, they can't, they still can't help me with fifth grade math. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Stan, but, but I, I'm having a struggle with, with fifth my grade. Family. Yeah. What do you, I mean, you got a little bit higher level than me. I got, uh, I got a son. I got a son. I mean, he was taking geography, which I'm thinking, okay, I can help him with this. The problem is, you know, he needs to read the lessons. You know, I'm starting to use like the smartphone and I'm excited about finding answers and, I guess the key is kind of reading the lesson too. And so I feel like maybe we've been cheating a little bit. Hopefully the teachers will give us some forgiveness, but I know I've been cheating. I've been in survival mode trying to help and that's the best I got. I think it's resourcefulness. I don't think it's cheating. I think you're going a little bit hard on yourself. It's being resourceful. Using that's that, all that's your that, stuff. Yeah. That's that New York in me coming out. I've got to be direct. <laughs> it's cheating me back. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just it, it's different. You used to have, we used to have encyclopedias. Go look it up. Well, it's just now now you use the Google, you know. Now you just Google it, and you're there. You get it's too easy. It's too easy. So before we transition, you know, I want to have I want to do a quick temperature check. You know, Yvette, how you doing? Like, oh my God, I'm in COVID hell. Are you kidding me? I mean, we got these three boys running around my house trying to tear up everything. My office is in the dining room. We're all sharing. I got one looking across from me. I got two in the kitchen and their own stations. I mean, the boys are eating everything that we got. I don't know about y'all, but it's crazy around here. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I mean, you, you, you're running, you running three jobs and trying to do a bunch of things from your house. I mean, I, get, I, get a, I guess I get the sanctuary of going in because, you know, they consider me essential, you know, that, that dirty word. But I, I can tell you this, it is, it is a lot of hard thinking. There are some smart people right now that I work with trying to figure this out and how to figure out what to do with school. And it's, and it, and it's not simple. It's just, it's getting, it's getting to the point where you rack your brain, you twist it three times around and, and still the wrong answer seems to be coming out. That that just doesn't seem to be a right answer. And, and it's, it's getting worse and worse every day trying to figure out how in the hell we can help get folks back to where they want to go. For me, I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm doing okay for the most part, but anybody that knows me know I'm an extrovert and I haven't been around people enough. <laughs> so it's kind of killing me a little bit and um, I am ready to get out. I'm ready to see people. I'm ready to touch somebody. I'm ready to like, hug somebody and um, it's not happening. It's not happening. I'm going to pick on Florida as much as I can. You guys are making sure it doesn't happen, right, Yvette? Hey, 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 go easy on Florida. It's not everybody, 
I mean, there's just some people who need to be out there more than others. Your baseball Don't blame everybody. Your baseball team can't even keep it going. And you, when New York is reaching out saying, hey, come play your games here because it's safer here, that should tell you something. It ain't it's kind of right. sad. It's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. But hey, like I said, lay off Florida. We all right down here. Yeah, y'all have Disney World. <laughs> and it's open. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my point. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, what about you, man? Doorknob, door, doorknob licking. I just, you know, it, it really is. It, it It's at that point. I'm an introvert. And so early on, I was like, okay, it's cool. I'll stay in my house. But even I've started to give up on that. I, even I'm like, you know what? It's the, it, There's got to be a different way. Like when you're starting to figure out how to do drive through state fair food, something, something weird's going on in the world. And so it's, uh, for me, it's, you know, we've been doing this distance learning. You trying to run with the kids. Poor Sarah, my wife is just, uh, she's beside herself. You know, she's marching around the block at times just to get them out of the house. And I, and I just think, you know, we, we just don't know. We just don't know what to do. We don't know what we want for them. We want them to go back. We want them to see their friends, uh, but it's, it's, it's become insane. It's um, how can we trust it? You know, you talk about all the different things you're going to have to think about by putting them back, but the little ones, especially I can't, can't see having them without seeing their friends. It's going to be weird. It's going to be really weird. Well, I don't know. I mean, for me, I think it's, the best thing ever because my boys they are, have done the best that they've ever done at school so I don't know if it's because I'm staring at them all the time or if they're really um, just enjoying that they can have that one-on-one conversation with me um, I know that I have um, a couple who've had some challenges at school um, you know I have one who is on an IEP and he seems to be thriving in this environment because he can finish all of the week's work in about three days and then he can spend time doing other things that he likes to do. So I think it's hardest on my youngest child because he's a, he's a social one, really social. So he misses his friends and he misses karate and, and all of those types of things. But honestly, as far as their grades go, it's been awesome for us. Good. You know, we're... You know, Jason and I are in Minnesota, and I know you're in Florida, and, you know, we have a national audience. But here in Minnesota, um, I know our governor is getting ready to make an announcement this week um, about what's going to happen. And I can only imagine that I used to be I used to be in some of those rooms um, where those decisions were being made. And they're probably still trying to decide right now what's going to what's going to happen. Last minute stuff. Oh, and so it's it's it's. People are, people are, you know, it, it's gotten to the point where, where districts are starting to get out ahead of him. We love him. I mean, I, I'm, I, I, we, I'm, I'm a fan, but it, and I know why he's taking his time. He, he's a, he's a former teacher. He wants really bad to have these kids back in, but it's too hard. And, 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 you know, I got folks, you know, it's like the old, uh, the old joke, you know, when, when you take office right to, you know, I mean, what was it? Uh, you and I watched, uh, West Wing a lot, you know, you, you record a speech for if you win, you record a speech for if you lose. So we're at that point now. Let's let's write this, this. I mean, you're talking about craziness, just insanity. You know, it brings me back to, to my school days where, you know, you're making decisions and you have two or three options and everybody in the room is looking at the options and you already know not one of them is going to make anybody happy. And so 
they're kind of in a no-win situation where whatever he decides, there's going to be people that are going to be upset. And so you might as well make the decision. Um, I think, um, I think, you know, we, we need to be prepared. Um, we talked, you talked about your kids, you know, I, my youngest is in middle school and she is a social butterfly and she needs to be in school. I mean, this, this, this COVID has been really hard on her, like a lot of kids, but she needs that interaction. She needs to be able to, to be around kids that are thinking different than she is and they can problem solve together and they can laugh together and she can see somebody other than me. And um, my oldest, you know, he's kind of, he's flourished. He's done well under in this environment um, because he was having challenges in the traditional setting anyway. So hopefully all these educators um, will learn um, how to start personalizing instruction because right now they don't have a choice but to learn how to do it. Um, they have to figure it out. Um, and that's where we are right now. This is what we're trying to figure out. And, and, and you know, it's happening. It's happening now. It's happening in the next couple of weeks. And pray. So, yeah, you know, and I think there's there's room for us to, to, to look at different things. There's got to be different answers out there. There's got to be unique perspectives on something different we can do. We, we, we just can't keep doing the same thing. There's got to be a way to do something different. Well, shoot, I think that we could probably hire some of these retired teachers out here. I mean, I know that there are people who are going to need help and some of these retired teachers, they might not have anything to do and they still got love for these kids. They could help them. I think that would work. I think it might work. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm, 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 here visualizing, we go. I'm visualizing some of my, my older teachers back in the day trying to teach Kelsey on this technology platform. I just, that'll be interesting. Well, there might be some of them out there who could really handle things and um, it would give them perspective on how things were in the old days. You know, it could be a great learning experience for everybody, right? (laughs) (laughs) She's surrounded by all That's what it is. It's Florida, right? Everybody's retired. That's what it is. Because I don't think that's going to happen here. Too many of them commercials talking about how, you know, the value of everybody that, you know, that's down there. We were at the dinner, you know, on a patio, just there's folks sitting across and we're like, they got to be snowbirds because nobody, nobody comes with that. You know, Minnesota, you don't come with a tan, you know, a six week tan by this point in the summer, man. They, they we're like, yep, you, they, you bringing that stuff from Florida. You need to get back down there. Do y'all you, even tan in Minnesota? I mean, does the sun shine over there? A little bit. Uh, me, I just burn, but that's just we, we we can talk about that some other time. <laughs> but getting, getting back to this retired teacher idea from my dear sister, I believe that yeah, we have all these teachers. Let's say we hire like five hundred of them. I think we would have record re-retirement rate of all time because at least four hundred and fifty of them would make it maybe a week. What do you think, Jason? You know, I, I, I don't, I'm going to take this farther because I don't care who you are trying to use these platforms to try to reach people. I mean, we, trying to, trying to figure out a brand new technology, trying to figure out how to, how to do this. But yeah, you're right. I, I, I you give me a week of trying to manage a, a group of eight to 10 young ones all in little boxes. Like you're watching a Brady bunch, just freaking out that I wouldn't No, It'd be over. It'd be over. Yeah. fast just don't get y'all because you know a lot of my friends are 
in that time of retirement, you know, from the different states that they worked at. And a lot of us can handle a computer. We can figure out Zoom. So it might not be as hard as you guys think. I mean. I ain't trying to say about how old you are in the computer. There's, computers. I mean, I'm, this is, this is when we're changing from Google to zoom, to go to meeting to Cisco. I mean, it's too much. Now, granted, <laughs> I did start on an Apple two E. So we, we, we will go, we can talk about, you know, oh, I, you, know I, you know, you know, I understand what the originals were like, but I get you. I understand. I think, I think if it's not that it's gotta be something though, because there's, there's a lot of disparity that's going to be going on really fast with folks being able to, to get access to, to, uh, to education supplies, to tutors. And so all we're going to be doing is really in, in increasing our gaps if we, if we don't have a better plan. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because um, in, increasing the gap. And we're talking about the achievement gap. If anybody doesn't know that we're talking about black and brown kids versus white kids. And there's already a, a humongous gap. And from everything we've seen, COVID has not, hasn't done anything, but look like it's going to make it even larger. And so I think as, as educators are in their rooms, as they're having their planning sessions, they need to specifically come up with some strategies to make sure that the gap's not even getting larger. And, and that's that's difficult because, to be honest with you, as somebody that spent more than 15 years in school districts, you know, we didn't have the answers then. I mean, we had a gap for the entire 15 years I was in it, and we still have the same gap. And so I know people are working hard every day, but they might want to leave a little bit of energy in there to figure out how to catch some kids up and how to make sure they don't get farther behind. So you want answers, Stan? I want the truth. You want the you can't handle the truth. This is a few good men now. Well, <laughs> I want answers. I want the truth. Oh uh, yeah, and the so so the reason why I think that is funny is because that movie's perfect, right? We're getting ready to get the truth. We're getting ready to get the answer from the governor in a couple of days, and I don't know a parent that wants that answer right now. Uh, they don't want the truth on either one of them. People don't want to hear a lot of it. I mean, you said it. We, if if it was easy to figure out, people would have figured it out. And now when it comes back to the truth about COVID, you don't want to hear it because the truth is you, we can't put people back in the, back in buildings together. I mean, like I, I was joking before about the Marlins, but these folks have all access to testing. They have doctors on site. They're testing them daily and they can't make it through two weeks of playing baseball together without passing it around the clubhouse. And I'm expecting a, th a third grader to not, passing around the, a classroom university of minnesota just brought out studies about how air travels it's 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 getting crazy and it's and it's taking a toll on people it's really taking a mental toll absolutely yeah. and 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 you know we need to spend a little bit of time talking about the mental health toll um i spend um most of my days in my full-time career um working with um technology to to help folks that maybe have a mental health challenge a, dev a developmental disability, some type of a condition that might make them vulnerable at times. And so I get a chance to spend a lot of time in this area. And one of the stats that, that always gets to me is, is one in five U.S. adults will experience a mental health crisis in their lifetime. And one in five, that's the, um, 
the NAMI numbers. Those are official numbers that, that people look up. And when I do presentations about this, I always say, and those are the people that self-report. Because I'm already thinking that black and brown people aren't talking about these issues. We don't talk about these issues. Um, we're, we're starting to more and more, but it is a huge challenge in our communities because of the stigmas, because of um, some of the upbringing, the, the bad information that we have. We don't own the fact that we have weaknesses. We don't own the fact that we need help. We don't own the fact that we need to go see a therapist. And that is a big problem in our communities. And so now you throw in COVID and now you have a situation where I think everybody should see a therapist from time to time. That's my honest opinion. Mm -hmm. And so you have, you have a segment of the population that's willing to do that but then you have another segment of the population, that's not even th something they're going to consider. And so we're talking about the achievement gap before. Now we're talking about the health gap, the mental health gap, and, and what COVID is doing for us um, as, as people. Um, so I, I do want to spend a little time on this. I was talking about the adults. Um, you know, parents are, are being around their kids parents are kind of stuck, you know, you know, some, some parents, some couples don't get along well, and now they're stuck together. And that, that can be good, but it can be bad too. Um, we know all the scenarios for adults. Um, Jason is on here, and I know you can talk a lot about um, young people, and, you know, I think you should. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't even start to try to give you an understanding of what kids are going through today. Um, and how teachers can't even necessarily do a, a simple assignment as a journaling assignment or a feeling assignment uh, without it turning into um, some really deep things that kids are going through that are just, and they're aware of it. You know, I mean, you talk about how there's stigmas, but, you know, kids have gotten so much more aware uh, today of how they feel and how it, how it affects them. Uh, they're willing to talk about it to each other and, and to, to certain things. But then you talk about the gap of, of healthcare and, and the ability to reach those services or the gap in, in, in schools to have enough licensed mental health care to actually give every kid that opportunity. I, I agree with you 100%. Everybody should be able to go to therapy at, at some point for at some time and have someone to talk to that can really work you through it because none of us have those answers. And there's just not enough people to to really give every kid uh, uh, that that opportunity. And we talk about oh, we we want more, we want more, but I don't even know if there's enough, of, you know, just bodies at that point to be able to give those kids the what they need. And then you start talking about things like how does that show up when we come back to school? You know, we keep talking about yeah. this back to school option. What how stressed are kids going to be when they first get back? How stressed are they going to be when we tell them that you have to wear a mask? You know, my littles are, you know, again, all elementary and about 10 minutes with that mask on and it's, it's, it's on, you know, it's on like Donkey Kong. They just want to fight. They just get this off me. I'm sitting, I'm sick and tired. Just so you're talking about a lot of escalation, a lot of triggering, and you're talking about again, teachers, and this is where I'll give teachers a lot of credit. You're going to ask them to then say, okay, you two stay six feet apart, keep your mask on. Uh, and try to deal with the fact that the stressors they're dealing with and the kids are dealing with it. it we can't, uh, it, it's, it's gotta be addressed at a different level. It's gotta be addressed at a, at a really, really universal level. And, uh, you know, Stan, I know you, you've got 
you got a lot that you worry about with that. I, I and I love you and I love him for it. But yeah, yeah I want to I want to get back to um, the suicide. I want to talk about the suicide rate a little bit though, because um, you know when you when you work in the schools and you work in the high schools, um, you understand a lot more how many teenagers that are truly are struggling who are at risk of killing themselves and who actually do kill themselves. Those numbers don't often come out in the public because everything's confidential, but that is a humongous problem in schools today. And now you throw in the fact that some of these kids aren't going to see their friends ever. ever. <laughs> they don't ever see them. Um, they, what they've been working for forever, like to go to college or to have a graduation ceremony. I mean, all the things that they think and thinking are normal in their lives have been torn upside down. And so I don't want to be gloom and doom, but we really do need to watch that suicide rate because it was already way more than most people think. What do you think about that, Jason? No. Yeah. I was, I was alluding to it without trying to get to, to too many numbers, but that's what I mean. You've got, you've got kids who, who are just hurting and, and they're, and thankfully, like I said, some of them reach out and some of them speak out, but uh, every year we go through it and, and, it's it's not um there is nothing that can that can prepare you for that phone call uh even as a, as just as an educator i can't even imagine as a parent but as an educator um knowing that that's what's going on and again the the ripple effects on things that go through are just uh they're they're insane you know um and then you know we all have personal stories um you know we we'll keep talking we'll keep doing podcasts and and you'll get hopefully you guys will get to know us but um man this has been a struggle in my household for years and years and years i won't get into detail right now but you know when your child ends up having issues of depression mental health issues it affects them but it also affects you i mean because now all of a sudden you can't do anything you don't know what to do to help and that helpless feeling, it creates all kinds of emotions. And anger comes out, grief comes out, sadness comes out, and, and that comes out in different ways at different times. So so this is a serious issue for us all. And um, you know, I know Yvette hasn't said a lot, but you know, I'd love to hear your perspective on some of this, Yvette. Well, yeah, I think this isolation is definitely manifesting itself in different ways um with folks in my house. I know. Uh, that we miss going out, we miss um, going to see our friends, but at least um, we can compensate a little bit with Zoom and FaceTime. You can you can see people's faces. You can kind of get a grasp of um, in, for intonation because you can see people's faces. I mean, it's, but it's tougher. It, I think it's really tougher on the kids because they're used to going to karate and you know and having their different playdates and whatever. But yeah. Zoom time, Zoom time, Zoom and FaceTime, they've really been um, helpful for, for us to, to make it through a little bit more. So I know you and your husband, you guys work for not, you work for an international, multinational companies, like, yeah. but I didn't know anybody was in Florida was using Zoom and FaceTime. <laughs> like, I mean, I know that you guys have to use it. And the shots, they just keep on coming. Because you're, you're communicating with people across the world. But Jason, aren't you surprised when she says that people in Florida are using FaceTime and Zoom? 
Oh, I, I said it already. I mean, it, the numbers don't the numbers don't lie. You nobody nobody is zooming or FaceTiming or anything. It is in person on top of each other, crazy. I, I, it is not about not being able to at this point. It's just not wanting to. And I know today is pick on Florida Day, but it's pick on numbers, Florida Day. The numbers don't lie. It's not. It's not us making it up. We can't help it if people have a love affair with the beach, Jason. Yeah, Come we're on. just jealous. We used to be jealous. We're not now. Now we're no. Here. No, 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 because you can go to a beach and not be on top of somebody. It's not about the beach. <laughs> we we got folks that go to cabins and go to lakes, and they, we don't have that problem here. Yeah, so, yeah, because it's too cold. Not now. It's not. It's now. It's just too hot and skeeter. Now forget about it. Now I, you know, we we've kept them inside, and and we've uh, we've been able to go through and and you know with the girls, but we're 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 getting to the wits end because we've made it through the entire Marvel series. And we're already four seasons into, uh, star, you know, the Clone Wars, Star Wars cartoons. So I mean, and they're loving that, but it's it's they're they're going to be done soon. But I, I mean, it, and, and Clone Wars is good. So I don't even know. I mean, uh, but it's it's going to be tough. Uh, Come now, on, man! You they don't get excitement every time you know they see Ray or any of those new characters. I mean, I'm not even talking about like the old episodes that we grew up with, but I'm talking about they don't get excited. They do now for a little bit, but I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm only in season four of seven seasons, and they're starting to get a little bit like, okay, where's the payoff? So, and I know you've already seen season seven, so don't so don't, don't spoil it for me, but just I'm just saying they, it it can go for a while, but there even even Star Wars has its limits, and I know I'm gonna get never some- that. That's <laughs> almost like on a Duke basketball thing going on there. Ah, okay. okay, you two Star Wars geeks, Star Wars geeks. Um, what what? What do we need to think about as we as we get ready to wrap this up? What do we need to think about long in the long run here? Like, what's going on? We're going to make home economics sexy because these children, as much as they eat, they need to be able to prepare some food. That's where I am. So I know that the retired teachers would know what home economics is. <laughs> but, but, but for some of us younger folks. Oh, you can't be talking about yourself. What, what, is, the home eco- what is home economics? So family consumer science, is that what they call it now? Or they change it again? Oh, well, I kind of like that family consumer science. I don't know. I don't even think I actually have heard that term. So, you know, really you folks that are in academia, you y'all, y'all know all the fancy, fancy terms. But for me, that's when you learn how to cook something, you learn how to sew something, you know how to make sure that you can clean something. Um, and all of those are necessary for life in this household. And Phil and I don't need to be the ones that's always doing it. Yeah, I remember used to stop. I used to stop by home ec every now and then in high school. That's because you're wave, and, and wave at people and and leave. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. stay there. Mm-hmm. Nah, you know it's going. It's going to get expensive. This is this is not going to be. This is not going to be cheap, y'all. We 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 start with start with masks. Start with start with cleaning supplies. Start with you know my friends from the Illuminati who want to put UV lights in every uh, air conditioning unit. Then you got to talk about just little things like water fountains. Like how many you can't have kids in water fountains. So now you bring in are you bringing water bottles? You 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 uh, putting bottle fillers bottle fillers in, changing those out, bringing in you know other things, and then cleaning people just just people. You don't have enough people to keep buildings clean now uh, in most districts. I mean, and this is this is across the country. I mean, I, I talk to folks from all the large urban districts, the same same story, different different town, 
It's, it's, uh, you know, and then we're going to ask teachers to, to clean too. And so there's one more thing we're asking them to do. So it, it, the costs are going to be astronomical. We have to be ready for that. We have to be understanding uh, of, of all that factors into what we continue to think about with this. It's going to be in the hundreds of millions, but it probably be in the billions, right? Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's amazing. That's I mean, amazing. We're yeah. buying, buying, buying different kind of cleaners, buying atomizers, buying tape, buying uh, stickers to not put on the floor. I mean, you, you can't even. Yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, oh, and then we talk about the you know, going back real quick though the gap. So now you talk about an urban district who's got to who's got to help kids who don't have internet access, who don't have their own computer, and then talking about multiple ones in a household. Where does that come from? So what what is that cost? And and it's a, it's a necessary cost. And this is not me complaining about that cost. It's a necessary cost to help our kids, but but no one takes those into factor when they start just saying, oh, this will be simple. Yeah, every now and then I have a thought about you know, are we gonna have a generation of kids that just they didn't learn they didn't learn as much as the previous generation? And the more I think about that, the more I'm I'm less concerned about that than the interpersonal skills that they're not developing. And so in our society, even before COVID, you know, it, it was, you know, people, when's the last time people been into a bank? When's the last time people actually talk to somebody or a lot of people don't ever even go into a restaurant. They just go through the drive through And so we were already moving in that direction of, of not having to communicate or trying not to communicate with each other. And this right here is, is intensifying that. And we are a society that needs, we need each other and we need to be able to, to problem solve together. We need to be able to, to be around each other and that is lacking and we need to get the kids back in school so that can happen again because they, we can catch them up with science and math, but you know, how do you get along with this person that is from a different country that speaks a different language that, that nothing is alike. How, how do you two, how, how are you two going to become friends? How are you two going to become productive citizens together? That's my concern. Well, I wish that I had those concerns for my children because they talk to everybody. There's no bit of stranger danger. We get introduced to random strangers on the street. That's like, oh, hi, this is my mom. and This is my dad. These are my brothers. So I, my kids didn't get the memo. Y'all get a lot of practice in Florida because y'all still coming, y'all still going out. And we still got the hits coming. Anything you want to say, Jason, before we wrap? That's the best way to end right there. Just one more shot of Florida. You know, I mean, no, nothing but love though. And these are my brothers. You have to love them. Yeah. So this is, this has been awesome. We've had a lot of fun and we'll be back. Um, Thanks for listening to this latest episode of Black Coffee with Little Sugar. If you enjoyed us, please um, subscribe, like, share, and comment. Leave us a comment, and um, we'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make sure you have a little black coffee with a little sugar. sugar.